In the midst of all life's noise, God is still in the business of speaking to us. Sometimes whispering like a scribble on a napkin, and sometimes shouting with a loud resounding sound that echoes through the ages. More often than not, God speaks through others, giving us great nuggets of wisdom to guide us through life. Join us as we listen to God speaking, see God moving, witness God acting through the people of yesterday and the people of today. Put your ear to the ground and listen. All right, all right. Well, H12, it's great to be here with you guys tonight. Uh, my name is Blake. If you don't know me, I'm the spiritual formation pastor. Hello for students here. Uh, usually, I'm focused a little bit on the more behind-the-scenes stuff, life groups and stuff like that, but I'm actually really excited to be here with you guys tonight. And I love, uh, I love what we're doing for Nick, and I just wanted to kind of carry on the spirit of that. And so in, in, the, in the spirit of welcoming Nick, I wanted to learn a little bit about him. So I did what any normal person does. They Google you. And um, I Googled you, and I found this under the name Nick. This is what it says on Urban Dictionary about Nick. Don't worry, it's clean. N-I-C Nick. All right. I'm not making this up. Quite possibly the most sweetest, attractive, amazing person you will ever meet. Not only is he the greatest, but he has an irresistible smile, a smile that makes you think he's innocent, but no one really knows. He, he's got a bad boy look to him. Uh, okay. And, and has his way with words. He's tall and walks with confidence. He has nice hands. Okay. And he gives you butterflies. He's constantly on someone's mind, meaning you are always looking for a time you can get him to see you. He's definitely a chick magnet. He's engaged. When you see him... You just know he's everything you could ever ask for. What can you say? He's Nick. Wow. So uh, one more time. Give it up for Nick. Guptill. I just wanted to do my part in the welcome of Nick as well. Um, but we're in week three, like Coy said, of Voices tonight. This series, guys, if you've been here, you kind of know the big idea of this is that the voices that you listen to the voices you listen to shape the future you. And we all have different voices in our life. Every single one of us, wherever you're from, whatever you do, you, you have voices. From the minute you wake up, you've got, you hear voices at school. You hear voices from friends. You hear voices from, from teachers. You hear voices at home with family. You hear voices at church. Everywhere you go, you're hearing voices. You're hearing people. You're hearing different things. Different messages are coming at you. And what voices you listen to shape the future you. So we've got to be so careful about the voices that we let in. And we've talked about kind of the different voices and what it means to maybe turn down some of the voices in our life and think through what voices we listen to. But tonight we're talking about how to know and how to hear God's voice. And I think this, this week is actually pretty cool because... It's a question that a lot of us ask. I think students, you ask this question a lot. People in general ask this question a lot of how do I know God's voice? 
I mean, anybody ever asked that question? Just how do I know? Like, how do I know when it's God who spoke to me and it's not just my own idea? Was that God saying something to me or was that just kind of one of my own thoughts that I thought was him? And so we can go back and forth, and I know this, across the room, we all probably have different experiences uh, with hearing God's voice and different things related to that. I know for myself, um, whenever I think about hearing God's voice, my mind goes back to one specific memory. Uh, and some of you may have heard this before. For others of you, please don't judge me for this, okay? I don't need your judgment. We're all terrible people. We've all done terrible things. But I'm going to share one of the horrible things that I did with you um, some of you may know, I have a younger brother. His name is Grant. He's about six years younger than me. Uh, who in here, just curious, has a younger sibling? Like you're the oldest, you've got a younger... Okay. So you know then, as the oldest, you kind of have a little bit of a duty, or at least I felt like I did. You kind of have a little bit of a responsibility to maybe pick on your younger siblings a little bit, to maybe just, just prank them a little bit. Not too much. I mean, nothing crazy, but just a little bit. And so I, I feel like I did a good job of this to my brother growing up, but one specific time, and I know it, and I knew it then, I, I took it too far, okay? He was probably about five years old, which means I was probably about 11, and I, I, I snuck into his room uh, one night before he went to bed, like I knew when his bedtime was, so I kind of crept into his room, and I snuck underneath his bed, and his mattress a little, you know, it was far off the ground, and, and, and I hid underneath it, I balled up, you know, like a little ninja under there, and, and I, hear him, I hear him come in, my parents tuck him in, okay, good night, buddy, you know, sweet dreams, I'm just like, yeah, it's not going to be sweet dreams, you know, they, they, they leave, and, and they go on their way, and I wait about a minute, and then I just start to kind of push up on the mattress from underneath, just, just push in one side, push the other. And I hear him, the poor little guy, just, oh, oh my gosh. You know, he's, he's like, he's rustling around like, what's, what's happening? And, and, and so after a minute, he calls, mom, mom, dad, get back in here. And he calls him back in the room. And uh, my mom and dad, they come back in, what's going on? And he's like, well, there, there's something under my bed. There's something that's messing with me. And like, this is just how my parents are. They're like, Grant, we know that you're just trying to stay up. You need to you stop making things up. Go to bed right now. Okay, it's your bedtime, go to sleep. Turn off the lights, they leave. I'm just like, thank you, mom and dad, thank you. <laughs> so I push the mattress again, push it again. And then for some reason, I thought it was a good idea. I start making this little noise. I start saying, Grant, Grant. Like it's stupid, but I was doing this for some reason. And I start saying his name and he's rustling around. And then no joke, he just pauses. And I just hear his little voice just go, God. God, is that you, God? I'm a horrible person. In that moment, I knew I had gone too far. And to make a long story short, my parents, they, he ended up calling them. They came back in, and this time they checked under the bed. And uh, I won't go into details, but you've, if you've ever seen the movie Taken, when the girl gets ripped out from under the bed, that's what it looked like for me getting... And yeah, my dad, I got punished, uh, deservingly so. But <laughs> I always think about that story. Whenever I think about hearing God's voice, that always comes to my mind because we've all had moments like that where we've, we've said almost like, God, is that you? God, is that, your, is that really your voice that I'm hearing right now? Is that, is, that, is that from you or is that just something that's just I'm making up? And so we're going to talk tonight about that question. How do you hear and how do you know God's voice. 
And, and one big question is, is it an audible voice? Like, do you actually hear God with that big, like, booming voice or little voice talk to you? And what I would tell you is, when you look in Scripture, you do see times when God spoke audibly and people heard him, like, physically talk. And, but there's many other times when he spoke through other ways. And, and I wouldn't say that God couldn't speak to you audibly. He could, but that's probably more of the exception than the rule. And so, so we're going to kind of look at four ways, four main ways that God speaks to us. We're going to get into those right now, and, and we're going to kind of go through the list. We're going to go through them kind of quick, and then we'll come back and add a little bit more detail. So if you've got your pen, you've got your notes, people in the back, uh, I think we ran out of some note cards back there, so you might just have a blank sheet of paper. Y'all can just use that with your pen and follow along. We're going to get into this. The four main ways that God speaks to us, number one is Scripture. Scripture, okay, that's God's word. That's what we know as the Bible. And we'll add a little bit more detail to that in a minute, but basically 1 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 says, all Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and for training in righteousness. And so that's the first place that we go is to Scripture. The first place we go is to the Bible. And the second thing, number two, when we talk about hearing God's voice, is we talk about prayer and conviction. And, and this is kind of what we know as the Holy Spirit, that when we pray and we honestly ask God to hear his voice and, and tell us where he's leading us, we kind of get this sense in our conscience of, of where God might be leading us, and that's how he speaks to us through his spirit. Continuing on down, the number three, you have community. Community. God speaks to us through the people in our lives. Through the people in our lives, but, but like, okay, I got I to kind of clarify this. When I talk about God speaking to you through people, I, I'm talking about people who are, who are trustworthy in your life, people who will give you godly advice, people who you would consider wise. I'm talking about maybe like your pastors or, or life group leaders. Uh, maybe you're here on a Tuesday night and you feel like, you know, something that Pastor Derek said, I felt like God spoke to me through that. And, and just as a, as a little side note too, uh, guys, as somebody who gets to work alongside Derek, I got to say, you guys are very, very lucky. Y'all have an amazing high school pastor here. I mean, he really loves you and cares about you like you wouldn't believe. And so I just hope you all, I just want to say that, I hope you all know how lucky you guys are to have Pastor Derek here. I mean, he really is the real deal. He really is. Seriously. Um, he thinks that he can out-wrestle me. He can't. That's a side story. Uh, we'll, we'll save that for another time. But uh, that's, that's the third way right there is community, the people around us, right? The fourth and the final way that I would say you could look at and that God could speak to you through would be circumstances. And, and that's kind of uh, like what is going on in your life, what opportunities are in front of you. You look at your life situation, and sometimes God can speak to you by just looking at, at really the circumstances of your life and seeing as God's trying to tell me something through what's going on in my life. So you've got these four ways, and really, when, when we look at these four different things, they're listed one to four. And you can look at that as almost an order of importance, really. If you were going to try and say, okay, how do I know God's voice? How do I know what God is trying to tell me? This is the order that you should approach it in. Is the first place that you would go is to Scripture. The first place, if you want to know God's voice, you've got to go to the Bible. 
And we as Christians, we believe that, that the writings of Scripture are inspired by God. And that he actually, he actually spoke to people and they wrote down his words. And, and that's what makes up the Bible. That's why we call it God's word. So the first place that you go is to Scripture. Then from there, you have prayer. You have conviction. We have the Holy Spirit who can speak to us. And we can say, okay, God, will, will you kind of maybe direct me into some sort of Scripture that you, that, that you want to speak to me through? Then from there, we have number three, community. Okay, maybe, maybe I've gone to God's word. I've prayed about it. Now let me find some wise people in my life. Let me go to some mentors, some people I trust to give me godly advice, and let me hear what they say. And then the fourth thing is you look at your life circumstances, right? What opportunities do you have? What's been going on in your life? And is God also speaking to you through that? But don't get this, don't get this twisted, though, because the, the bottom three should never contradict the very first one. Get this, guys. God's voice, and this is so important when we talk about knowing God's voice. God's voice will never contradict God's word. If he said it in scripture, he, he's not going to tell you something different through one of the other three. You, you got to get this. I mean, because people will try, try and do this. They'll try and do something crazy. We see this all the time. People will do something completely crazy, completely ridiculous, and then they'll say, well, God told me to do it. Well, God told me that. Well, I, I, how, do, how do you know? Well, did it, did it line up with God's word? Did it line up with scripture, or does it go against it? Okay, for example, I'll give you a light example. There's all kind of examples, but I'll give you a light one. If I went up to Koi, all right? We all love Koi here. Koi's a great guy. But if I go up to Koi, got one woo, Koi, not that great. Uh, if, if I go up to Koi and, and I push Koi down and I take his wallet from him and I, and I just say, okay, I'm, I'm leaving with your wallet. I leave and I take all the money out of his wallet, all $6 out of his wallet probably. <laughs> and and I, go, I go spend all his money. I take all that stuff and I come back to him and I say, yeah, Koi, I, I did that because God told me to. Like I heard God's voice, I prayed about it, I talked to somebody, and they told me, you know, that, that's what God wanted me to do, what was to steal your wallet, to push you down, and go spend all your money. Okay, you'd look at me like I was crazy. Because you would know, well, wait a minute, God's voice never contradicts God's word. And in, in Scripture, it's clear, God has told us to love one another. He's told us not to steal from each other. So what I'm doing there is in direct contradiction with God's word you got to get this when it comes to knowing God's voice. His voice will never contradict his word. Never will. Now, I, I kind of want to pause for a minute because I know that for some of us in here, even talking about hearing God's voice, um, we're, we're at all different places. Some of us may be in here, and this may be something that you think, okay, this is very regular. Like, I, 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 get, in, I get in God's word, I read the Bible, I pray a lot, and, and I feel like I hear God's voice often. Um, for others of us, you may be hearing this and thinking, I, I don't even know where to start. And honestly, even just hearing this is kind of confusing, and, there, and there's all these different things that go into it. And if you're there, if you find yourself in that place, let me just say you're not alone. And everybody has to start somewhere. And, and it can be confusing. I mean, honestly, when we talk about God's voice, it can be a confusing topic. Uh, I remember as a freshman in high school, um, I, had, I had a girlfriend as a freshman in high school. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I had some games, no big deal. Um, 
No, this is, this is really, I wasn't even going to share this, but this is really what I did. I, when I asked this girl out, wow, this is stupid, but it was good at the time. When I asked this girl out, I actually went to Build-A-Bear at the Mall of Georgia, okay? Come on. I went to Build-A-Bear. I built her a, a bear, and I even, like, you know, they let you put the heart in the bear when you make it, and I made, I put the heart in the bear. I named the bear, got a little house, and I gave her the bear, and that's how I actually asked her to be my girlfriend. So, you know, it was no big deal, but it worked, okay? It worked. I wasn't the greatest looking guy. I needed help, all right? I needed, like, bears and stuff to help me out. But my freshman year, guys, I'm dating this girl. Things are going good uh, from what I can tell. And uh, she, she tells me one day, she says, hey, hey, we need, to, we need to talk. She pulls me aside, we need to talk. Okay, cool. So we sit down and she says, um, she says we need to break up. Ouch. We need to break up. And I say, okay, uh, why, why? Why do we have to break up? I thought things were like going good and we, now we have to break up. And she says, yeah, God, God told me to break up with you. She's like, actually, God told me to break up with you. Has anybody ha ever had someone play the God card on them that God told me to break up with you? You feel bad in that moment. Like, you feel like, it, it, like, how can I, when someone says God told me to break up with you, it's hard to argue that. I thought about for a minute being like, well, God told me he didn't tell you that. God, <laughs> God told me we were going to get married or something really crazy. No, I didn't, I didn't think about doing that. But I, it, it, it really messed me up for a while. Because I thought, okay, if, if this is God, God's, God's voice, and he, he's telling my girlfriend to break up with me, and why didn't he just tell me? And, and it kind of led to all of this confusion. So listen, if you're in here, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if many of us are just a little confused about it. Or maybe you think, okay, I've tried to hear God's voice before. I've even tried to do some of these things. Like I've tried to read the Bible or I've tried to pray, and I feel like I didn't hear anything. It was quiet, or it was really hard to even hear anything. It was hard to even quiet things down. If that's you, if that's where you find yourself, one, you're not alone, and two, I, I want to give you some encouragement, and, and I want to look together at, at a teaching um, from Jesus. Jesus actually teaches us in John chapter 10 about hearing his voice. And when we talk about God's voice, it's great. We've talked about four ways where we can know his voice and, and, and listen for it and seek after it. But Jesus teaches us something that is so important when it comes to hearing God's voice. So John chapter 10, I, I'm going to read this to you. Um, and Jesus, he, he's, telling this, he's kind of telling this story. And, and in this story, you've got to understand, Jesus is the shepherd in this story. And, and we are the sheep. Don't just think this is a random story about, about a shepherd and a sheep. No, in this story, Jesus is the shepherd, and, and we are his sheep. So, so keep that in mind as we, as we read this together. John chapter 10 says, The shepherd walks right up to the gate. The gatekeeper opens the gate to him, and the sheep recognize his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he gets them all out, he leads them and they follow because they are familiar with his voice. This is an interesting story. And, and if you're like me, when you first read it, you probably just thought, okay, uh, it's something about sheep and a shepherd, and, and that's great. I don't know a whole lot about that. But, but through some reading, what I found out is that, see, the people at that time that Jesus was talking to, they understood kind of the dynamic between a shepherd and his sheep. 
And, and when a shepherd would, would have a newborn sheep, he would hold that sheep very close to him. He would keep it r- real close, right against his chest, so that the sheep would get familiar with the voice of the shepherd. That he would hear that voice over and over and over, and through consistently hearing that voice, he would begin to get very familiar with it. He would recognize it easily. And that's, that's what Jesus is telling us here is that, listen, when you hear my voice, the more you hear it, the more you listen for it, the more easily you'll begin to recognize it. So for some of us, we may say, I, I've never heard God's voice before. And it may be tough the first time to really, it may, it may seem very small. But the more you hear it, and the more you hear his voice, the easier it becomes to recognize his voice. Let me, let me put it this way to you. This might make sense too. Uh, my wife and I, 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 I've been married for a couple years, and me and my wife, we've been, if you add up really all the time that we've been dating, engaged, married, we've been together for a little over seven years. Okay, my wife is, I'll just admit, she's way too good for me. She's awesome. She's beautiful. And uh, I, like, I just don't deserve her in any way. But luckily, somehow, I tricked her. I had a Build-A-Bear, and I tricked her into marrying me. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> But here, here's what I know is, is through over seven years of being with her, we've had a lot of conversations. Talked on the phone, talked face to face. I've heard her voice a lot. I've heard her voice a lot, right? I've heard her when she's happy. I've heard her when she's really excited, when she's sad, when she's angry. That's when I do something stupid. She's angry. I've heard her voice in in so many different contexts and places and and over so long of a time that for me now, I easily recognize her voice when I hear it. When I hear my wife's voice, if it's just one word, I can recognize, oh, yeah, that's my wife. She's calling me. When my wife calls me on my phone, like I don't need caller ID to hear her. I, I just know her voice because I've heard it so many times. And it's the same way, students. It's the same way with God's voice. The more that we hear his voice, the more that we hear it and the more that we follow it, the more easily we can recognize it. And, and for some of us, we may say it's, it seems hard to hear at times. And it may be hard to hear at first. It may sound like just a little whisper or it may be for something very small. But when you take that something very small and you, and you continually go after it, eventually you become familiar with that voice. I, I want to look at one more thing here. It's, it's on the end of this same story. It says, when he gets them all out, he leads them, and get this, guys, and they follow. They follow because they are familiar with his voice. He doesn't just leave it at just hearing his voice. That's what's so interesting to me. It's not just about hearing God's voice, but it's about hearing it and then following his voice. The more we hear his voice, the more we follow his voice, the more easily we can recognize his voice. And for some of us, we don't even care about hearing God's voice until we have something big go down in our lives. For most of us, we kind of have God on mute. We don't listen. We don't care until we have a big decision or things fall apart. And then we say, God, where are you? I want to hear God's voice. I want to hear it. And and it may sound so faint. Or we may not even be able to hear it at all. 
because we've completely ignored him and we haven't even tried to listen to his voice until this one moment when we really need it, we really want to hear it right now. But what God is telling us is that it's not, it's not just a one-time, once-in-a-blue-moon kind of thing, but it's something that we consistently listen for. And when we consistently hear it and consistently follow it, then we're able to more easily recognize it. And so as we kind of, as we kind of close out tonight and, and, um, and wrap up, I, I really want to leave you guys with a question. Because I think we can, get, we can come in here and we can talk about hearing God's voice and we can all get really fired up about that. We can all get really excited and say, yeah, I want to hear God's voice. Like, that would be awesome. Like, yeah, that would be so cool. I want to hear God's voice and what he wants me to do. And we can write down all the ways that we can actually do it. But here's what I want to ask you. Is what has God already asked you to do? When it comes to hearing God's voice, what has he already asked you to do? Some of us want to hear God's voice on things that he's already spoken to us on. I think, I think for some of us in here, we've heard God's voice. He's spoken to us about things. And we, we are just acting like, I don't really know what God wants me to do. I'm not really sure. It's not really clear. When in reality, he's made it clear. He's given us clarity. Maybe it was, it was through his word and through prayer. And, and he's spoken. But because we don't want to do it, we don't want to follow it, we're, we're just ignoring it. Or we're acting like, I don't know. I don't really have clarity on what it is. So this is what I would encourage you to do. Whatever that is for you, whatever God has already asked of you, follow that. It's not just about hearing his voice, but it's about following it too. So I, I don't know if it's, if it's something you need to start doing or something you need to stop doing. If it's something that God's called you to do at school or at church or at home in your family with a relationship, I don't know. Whatever it is, I would encourage you, don't leave here tonight. Don't leave here without doing business with God. Settle that in your soul of, of God, the things that you've spoken to me, the things that you've called me to do, where I've heard your voice, God, I'm going to follow those things. I'm going to follow your voice. And the challenge that I would give to all of us this week as we go forward from here it is to seek out God's voice. Because the truth is, and like we've talked about in this whole series, is it's, it's not far away. It's not some distant, far-off voice. It, it may be actually very close to you if, if you would just take the time to turn down. If we just took the time and turned down the other voices and listened to God's, he's near to us. And so my challenge to you is this week, how, how, will, you, how will you seek out God's voice? Seek out his voice this week and then have the courage to follow it. And this is, this is a promise that I'll make you. You will never, you will never regret seeking God's voice and following it. You will never regret that. You, you will never look back and say, wow, I, I regret that I followed what God called me to. Because he... 
he calls us, and when he, when he calls us and he speaks to us, he's calling us into the life he has for us. I mean, imagine, guys, if, if your life was affected by God's voice. If you knew you had access to God's voice in your life, how different that would make things, how much that could change the way we live. And so that, that's my challenge, guys, this week, is, is go after that. Go after and seek God's voice and have the courage to follow it. I'm going to pray for us. Band, you guys can come on back up. So, Jesus, uh, we just thank you, God. We thank you that you haven't left us here alone, that you haven't just abandoned us, but, God, you, you're near to us. You haven't left us in the dark with no way to hear from you, no way to know if you exist, God, but you have given us so many ways to hear from you. So, God, I pray for us tonight. If there, is, if there is any areas in our life where you have spoken to us, where you have clearly spoken and we've heard your voice, God, I pray that we wouldn't hesitate on those any longer. I pray we wouldn't leave here tonight without saying yes to you and saying yes to your voice. Yes, I will follow what you've called me to do. And I pray for us as we go forward this week that we would take the time to seek your voice, that we would take the time, God, to seek you out and not only seek to hear, God, but then have the courage to follow, to follow what you've called us to do, God, and, and, and just can't wait to see where that, where that journey will take us when we begin to follow your voice. So, Jesus, we thank you for tonight. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your voice. It's in Jesus' name we pray all these things. Amen.